Marketing on a budget for small businesses. Number one, word of mouth. Number two, website. Number three, opt-in email list. Number four, content creation. Number five, search engine marketing. Number six, social media marketing. Number seven, search engine marketing organically. Number eight, print media. Number nine, mobile ads. Number 10 and 11, not important, but billboards and TV ads. Hey y'all, welcome back to the Because Adulting is Hard podcast. I'm Alita Caldwell, the host of the show, and this is my good friend and also webmaster, Brenda Holly. Um, she also happens to own my roller derby league that I'm so <laughs> fond of. She is the behind the scenes magic, not only for the funky monkey, but also for the law office. So today we're gonna kind of go through, I mean, we're in kind of unprecedented times for small businesses and marketing on a budget is a really, really big thing. So we aren't gonna go into depth on all of these things because Brenda is a wealth of knowledge more than you know. She creates videos and all kinds of things for my store to kind of help us um, push our social media goals and what we're doing. So she is going to talk today um, about first of all, your company a little bit, how you got started, and then we're gonna go into the 10 things you have to say about social media marketing. All right, well, my name's Brenda. I run a company called I Appeal Design. We do everything we do web design logos um, internet marketing and the reason why i got into this was because i had a baby that was special needs and i needed to do something to stay home because i didn't want to put my child into daycare so that's how i got started how and, long ago was that Brenda? and that was 23 years ago so you've been doing website building and, and internet marketing for a really long time it's been changing and I have all the tips and tricks of marketing on a budget in today's time. Okay, so let's go through them because I think that you you kind of came up with a good list of 10 items and I, and I thought we could talk through those because some of the things that you tell me are things that I had no idea were, were even a thing. So mm -hmm. let's start with number one, what you got? Number one is word of mouth marketing. So that's just, if you have a thing, if you have a business, you need to tell people that you do it. Like you just, you tell people and, and you know, I have a, I have a, a, a thing that I do. I try to tell 30 people a month what I do for a living and not in a salesy way, just kind of drop it in there. On social media or in person? In person, on social media, both places. Yes. So word of mouth is number one. Word of mouth, number one. And number two is the thing that most business owners put on the back burner and it hurts my soul so much. It's your website. You have to have a website. Don't do all this word of mouth, all this, this work without a website because your website is the, the thing that people are going to go to. It's, um, it's going to collect email addresses, whether you understand what, why you need your email addresses, you, it's it's the place for people to go. It you gives can, you validity. Yes. When, when you search, because and it also connects you to Google. I mean, it's it's one of the yes. things that I mean, you got to pay the Google gods. That's a thing. Um, so website having a website. If they don't know about getting a website, I mean, like you said, there's ways to make one on your own, but there's also very cost effective ways to to get a 
single page landing, correct? Yes. Yeah. That's something that you do yeah. easily for people. Yeah. And that, and that, and all you need to do to get one page up is you need three things. You need a domain name. Okay. You'll buy your domain name from a domain name company. Um, and you need hosting. That mm -hmm. is the space on the internet where your website sits, basically like your virtual office space. You have to have hosting. So you find a hosting company to host your website. Then you need a design, the design of the website. That's where you put the design. So the design kind of sounds like magical and mystical, but they all three go together. Domain name, web hosting, and your web design. You have to have all three of those to make a website work. And um, and then you also like you have web maintenance. You have to maintain the website. And that's stuff that you can learn through Google searches or you can have someone do it for you. Um, but maintenance is updating the software that's running on the back end of your website. And there's it's, there's easy ways to do it. You just update things called plugins. Um, there's programming language and that just sounds so for me that's complicated it is but for me that's way <laughs> over my head so i have a philosophy in 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 my small business if it's something that's going to require me an immense amount of time and i'm going to have to learn a whole new set skill set to do it i typically hire someone like brenda to tell me this is who hosts it this is where you do it these are the things that you it. so a website is really really important what's number three number three is opt-in email list and you, um, this is something that Alita had been doing, but I don't think she knew she was doing it. But when she finally got me, I realized that her point of sale system maybe was collecting emails this whole time. Correct. So we had, we had over 6,000 emails to work with. And that's an important thing to say because I had actually been collecting emails since the time that I started the business. That was one of the important things when we converted our point of sale system was that we brought our emails with us. The part that I didn't know what to do was what to do, to do with it. And that's a lot of times, I mean, I had no idea how to enter, gener, generate a mass email. I had no idea. Writing is not my, in, in particular, my strong suit. So the fear of sending email marketing was real, but I had that data and I find a lot of very small businesses that are not sending email marketing yet. They've been collecting this data, but they just don't know what to do with it. So now you send an, a weekly email for me. She actually coaches me a little bit on, on, Hey, what are the things that you want in the email? Can you do this? She sends me a proof. We look back and forth at it and we know on a weekly basis already, we've just been doing it a little over two months consistently we're generating, we're converting that into sales at about $1,000 per email. Sold in the small business world. For me, if I am marketing, it has to be converting to a sale because I'm in retail. I have to put my money in something that's going to convert in a sale. So if you have been doing those, those opt-ins, but you don't know what to do, that's another reason you talk to a social media coordinator for you, a, a social media master like Brenda herself. So what's number four? Number four is content creation. And this is the, the way you build trust with your, your audience. So content creation can be just writing a blog, a helpful blog. So let's say you're a plumber, you know, mm -hmm. um, you write a blog on something that you don't really want to do. Like you don't want to be called up to plunge a toilet, right? Correct. So write a blog on how to plunge you know, the ins and outs of plunging, what to do, what not to do. We that are watching this in live time with TikTok. People doing all these videos like this, all these short instructional videos. We see it on YouTube. We see it all the places. 
So it can be video. It doesn't just have to be written, mm -hmm. correct? I mean, yeah, you pick your, your form. You can do blogs. You can do What's the definition of that? What's a, a blog is written content. Okay. That's just, you know, that's the, the main thing that most people do. They, they blog. It's just a, a part of your website where there's text. And it's Those great. people are, are less dyslexic than I am. So, okay, so that's one, a blog. Yes. What's and two? Vlogging. Okay. That is with a V. That's just video blogs, like what we're doing here. Um, Facebook lives, you know, all your video stuff, creating video content. Okay. Um, and then the last one is podcast, you know, just talking and uploading your, your recorded voice to, not to video. A, a platform. Not yeah. necessarily video. No video. So in this day and time, you have to pick one of those three things that you're going to do, because that's one of the ways that you're continuously feeding, um, Google continuously feeding Facebook, continuously feeding those things to keep you at the top. Mm -hmm. and, and keep you in, in a valid space. So what's number five? Number five is search engine marketing. And there's two types of search engine marketing. There's organic. Okay. That means free. Can, we, can you define the first part for me? I mean, I know I oh. own a social media thing, but I don't necessarily yes. know any of the verbiage. So define that first thing for me. Okay, search engine marketing is showing up on Google, Bing, you know, all the search engines out there. Okay. Um, and that's when, you know, you, someone types in um, a plumber near me. Okay. I, I'm doing plumbers. That's fine, I like plumbers. Um, They're important. So when you type that in, and the search, the, the results that come up, that's search engine marketing. Okay, so and there's two different types. There's organic. There's organic. Those are the ones that did not pay and they came up because Google just loved their website and thought it had all kinds of great content and, and Google knew that this site is a place that that person searching is going to get information that they want. So those that come up in the organic listings are really good websites to get information. Um, and then there's paid. Paid is when whenever you see sponsored ad or it's at the top or on the side or on some kind of like great piece of real estate on on the page. So um, paid is you just you go you set up an account with Google and it's it's like bidding. It's like the stock market. You're like, I will pay one dollar for someone to click through to my site, you know, or I'll, you know, you just, you just bid. And, and the great thing about this is if your website is designed in a way that makes Google like your page as if it would like your page as an organic listing, they'll, you'll pay less. So if you say you want to pay a dollar and, and your competition down the street says, I'll pay $7 right? If your website has a great blog on it, a vlog has reviews, has lots of content that's pertaining to that search, Google will say, Oh, we better put this one up. It looks better. And even that's though what they people, right. That's what people get. Don't get when they're designing their own website. I can go to any quick fix website designer and I can build myself a website, but I am not embedding any of those things that make Google happy because I don't even know what those are. Like, I mean, I, it, that's not in my skill set. So that again, this is another reason you go to a, you're looking to somebody that does this for a living because that makes more sense. If I can organically make my page better by adjusting the page content, then I would absolutely have to spend less. I mean, it's kind of like, I mean, mm -hmm. you're not spending as much, but you're getting more content that lasts a longer period of time organically. Yes. Yeah. So, so search engine marketing, what's number eight? Number eight is print media. Okay. All right. So 
one day we may have a big solar flare that just takes out the whole internet. So it happens, right? Let's I mean, not forget our print media mm -hmm. and outside of the internet because there are people that don't respond to the internet, and we we need to you know continue to market to them because so they. Use the Funky Monkey as an example of why you would you, how you could effectively use print media because that's one of the things that scares me because I'm like, eh, I don't, I can't, there's no, or I can't track, did they come back, did they do those things? So what would be a way um, that we use print media? Um, a good way for, for a, a boutique to use print media is just put up flyers. Okay. Um, like, you know, we're, we're about to make a flyer for you for custom, customized items, Correct. right? So you would have a flyer for customized items. You would just, you know, put it out in like, you know, your friend's, you know, uh, store or hand them, you find places to put them. You can do mailers where you, mm -hmm. you, you can find target audiences off of um, the U.S. Postal Service website. You can target them, mail, yeah. mail list and stuff like that. Um, and, and we shove things in people's bags because if I have an upcoming event like, hey, we're about to do a, a luggage and pillow drive for Kids Harbor, I'm going to put that on social media, but I'm also going to shove that in a bag of every single customer that comes so that they know when they go home. Because I, I honestly think that I would say two out of five people that come to my register are not on Facebook, though. So that's my largest platform. They they are not on the platform that we use. For, so that print media is the only way that they know what's going on in my store sometimes. Yes. So, yes. so print media is not, as much as you think it's, we're moving into the technology age, there is validity in print media. I mean, there it, mm -hmm. it does happen. We send it also when we do fundraising events, we send print media with that on there. Even even pre-printed kind of gift card types things are print media. Mm -hmm. So then let's talk about number nine. Number nine, mobile ads. That okay. is, you know, if you, if you run a business, you can put your ads on your car like Alita does. <laughs> when you I, drive around like a, 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 a walking advertisement. Yes, it and it is really effective. Um, it, I mean, I have not done it yet. I'm kind of on the on the fence about committing my car to, um, but you know, go I for it. Just do, do it. it. <laughs> you don't drive I, anyway. I work from home. Right. I hide my car in my garage. But if you're out driving the streets, put put what you do on the back of your car. You can do it tastefully. You don't have to have a big yellow Hummer uh, driving around. And, or you can. <laughs> or, or you can, you know, introverts, we, sometimes you don't like, you know, it's, it is, you know, it is what it is. It is right? what it is. I'm going to tell you um, when we were neck deep in the Rona, that was actually one of our targeted ways that we marketed. We sent, we spent an hour a day. We said this employee cost us X amount of dollars mm -hmm. and we sent them out driving the neighborhood to let people know we were doing deliveries because that's a thing. The longer the monkey vehicle is on the road and in these neighborhoods, the more they see us. So that's actually a real life thing. You actually mobily target using your vehicle. Yes. So you have a 10 on there and you have actually called it 10 and 11 because you really feel like it's really important. Tell, tell me that one. So, and this is why it's outdoor media, which is big billboards that cost like $3,000, $6,000 a month. Um, and TV ads that cost, uh, a lot, a lot, a lot of money. And, um, the reason why I, I don't think they're important is because I work with small businesses that are on a budget or don't even have a budget for, for marketing. And they're just trying to figure out the best way to turn leads into sales. So, um, 
the, these are great if you, you know, you're in corporate America and you have a big budget. Um, but the reason why I don't like these is because they're not targeted. You don't know, you know, you just spent $6,000 on a billboard, but did everybody driving past your billboard want your thing that you're selling? Um, that was money wasted. And for me, it's not a direct convert into a sale. Like we talk about in, in the retail world, which is what I speak. It is not, it is very hard. I mean, i they may remember me, but they're not going to log onto my website right then and order the item that I need to sell this week from a large, um, billboard. Yeah. And, um, same thing with TV ads. You just don't know who you're, you're in front of. And, and the, the great thing about internet marketing is it's, it's really spoiled us. And, you know, the, the way the, you know, the big tech is kind of creepy and follows us around and listens to us and, and tracks our behaviors. That's actually really golden for us small businesses. It is. Because we now can put our ads in front of people that have the behavior to click on an ad. Um, if you if you want to put your ad in front of a person that has the behavior of adding stuff to their shopping cart. That's who I want. People that are yeah. actually going to put things in and buy. Yeah. yeah. But some people like sometimes you just want exposure. Like you just want someone that's has the behavior of just clicking and getting it, more information. So there's all kinds of different ways to target, 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 target your advertisement on online. So, um, and that's, that's it. And last we have a deal. Okay. For I, the listeners. I'd love to hear that. So my deal is okay. for Alita's listeners okay. is you are going to get a free landing page and a landing page is just a one page website. Um, you know, like when you click on those sites, it gathers information, you know, sign up for my fitness camp or, Correct. or sign up for the greatest download that's going to change your life and make your wildest dreams come true. Like it's called a landing page. It gathers information. It gets email addresses and stuff like that to people that want to actually give their information to you. So you're going to get a landing page for free if you sign up for one of my web hosting and maintenance programs. And the link is below in the comments. Yep. And, um, and yeah. if you have any questions about that or you already have an existing website, you can have it updated to, you know, what Brenda's doing. Mm -hmm. She will work on all of those things. Make sure to tell her that I sent you so that she knows. Tell her Funky sent you because that's a thing because we're in Derby. I'm really proud of you for coming on the podcast. She is a wealth of information. I keep encouraging her to do some of these same things and make short videos for us so that, I mean, I have to ask her sometimes, how do I even connect my product to that? I don't know what I'm doing. So the wealth of knowledge that she has, this isn't the last time we're going to see you on this podcast. We're going to continue to talk about things that um, are up and coming and things like that. So I appreciate your time and I look forward to seeing you again in the future. Make sure to click on that link to see her deal and have a great day, y'all.